Welcome to the One Player Podcast, the show on solitaire board games. I'm your host, Albert, and this is episode 198. Julius, take it away. Casey Jr. going down the track, going round the bend, going down the track. What song was that, Julius? I've never heard that before. Oh, that's from Disney's Dumbo. Oh, okay. That's the song that plays as Casey Jr., the eponymous train, uh, goes down the track, transporting the circus to town. I've never seen the movie. I know nothing about it. I know there's there's an elephant in it. There is an elephant. And there's even a new new version of it, which is live action with an animated elephant that we thought was gorgeous and amazing. We watch it with our kids. I, I actually recommend it. Oh, wow, okay. Nice. And we're talking about this movie today because it has a train in it. <laughs> yep, because we're talking actually about Railroad Inc., not Dumbo. Although there probably should be a Dumbo-themed <laughs> game, and I'd probably get it from our if it existed. But we are talking really? about Railroad uh, Inc. That's right. Railroad Inc., the blue edition specifically, but specifically. we'll touch upon the others. Yes, because Albert throws out just before we start, hey, there's multiple other versions. I'm like, no, you can't give me this kind of information at this stage <laughs> in the game. That's right. And, I mean, it's it's a it's a very small, very light game. It's a... It's a roll and write. It's a roll and write. Thank you. Um, so I think we're going to cover it quickly anyway, so we're going to have to fill it with other talk about like the other... <sighs> we're not going to talk about Dumbo to fill time, <laughs> Albert. We're going to talk about this game. Let's get into it. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so it's a roll and write. It is a gay, it's a train game because you're drawing train tracks. That's what it is. There, there you go. That's my brief summary. Well, I suppose you're drawing roads. Roads, tracks, and roads, yes. So it could be uh, trains and boats. Or even mountains and lakes That's and rivers. Place. Yes, in the expansion. But let's not talk about the expansions yet. Let's talk about the base game. Going the base too fast. game. Yes, you're just building roads and tracks to connect your exit points on your board. And how do you win? You win by building the most victory points. Yeah, you it's a it's a roll and write. You're gonna draw, everybody's gonna be drawing from the same set of dice, and at the end of the game you're gonna all score and see who did the most efficient network. Right? Basically it's if you're playing solo, you're just playing a beat your own score, I think. Yep. Yeah. So so let's jump into the uh the rules. Go for it. Okay, real simple rules. I'll be honest with you. I got rid of my game a little while ago because uh, I just wasn't playing it. So I spent uh, 10 minutes before this podcast, just not even 10 minutes, five minutes, just reading through the rules. It's super easy, and it's all came back. Um, so it's really simple game to learn, really simple game to play. It'll take you five, maybe 10 minutes to, to figure it out at most. Um, they're well laid out, pretty clear, because there's not much to it. I think I think that's really the summary. Um, I I mean I don't disagree. I think the rules are relatively well styled. It's a short rule book. It's just twelve pages. Um, it's a small box game, so I think it explains it pretty well. And I mean the the graphic design, the style of the rules explains it relatively well. I think both it and for the expansions, I didn't really have any confusion about how to do things, what to do things. So rules are fine. Mm hmm. And it's full of diagrams and pictures and all that, so to help clarify things. So yeah, it's it's a good rule book. You know, it's a simple game; it'd be hard to hard to mess up a rule book. 
<laughs> so so the theme if we as we have said it's called railroading so it's a train game but i mean and as julius pointed out it's also cars because to, you're either drawing railroad tracks or roads and, and to make it know, clear it's railroad mm-hmm. ink ending with a k because the idea is you're writing yes not, not ink isn't incorporated that's a good point yes exactly right <clears throat> So yeah, so it's a game about drawing railroad tracks and roads and trying to connect them for the most points. Um, it's a very light theme. It, you know, it's there for convenience. That way it helps you understand what you're drawing, I guess. <laughs> yep. I, I would not get this game for the theme if I'm a train game fan. Really. Absolutely not, because when you make a, a map, like it doesn't make any sense. That somebody, it's, it's a very... Um, hyperactive designer of this railroad system like suddenly have a road go for a block and then just end in the lake like we ah splash <laughs> yeah but if you want to get a, a 10 minute train game fix i mean that this will do it you're gonna be yeah. drawing railroad tracks so there you go <laughs> um components then huh let's do it because i have i have okay. thoughts okay so this guy's this game's a small box it's like five or six inches by six inches it's a little bit tall, and it's got a, a flap type lid that opens up. The if I remember right, the components you have it, it uses dry erase boards instead of having a pad of little pads a sheet that you pass out to everybody and then eventually run out of. It brings dry erase boards and dry erase markers, so you could play over and over and over and over all you want until your markers run dry, and then you could just replace them. Um, so you're gonna have that. You can, it has enough for six people, so it's got six boards with six markers. And then there's also the dice. There's four dice for the base game and four dice for the two expansions. Each expansion uses two dice. And the rule book we already mentioned. And that's it. That's the same if whether you get the red edition or the blue edition. The only difference being is that the expansions are different and therefore you get different expansion dice. The, the expansion dice in the blue edition are water-themed and the dice are shades of blue. The red expansion is fire and destruction themed and the dice are red different shades of red so so i mean so that's the components julius said he had some thoughts on these components i i just want to say that the the dice in this game are very good quality for something where many other role rights or random rights you'll have something coming up in the middle of the board and you have to be very clear to show what it is that's come out for everyone else and especially once you have the water aspects coming in um you have to have dice that are clear about where stuff is what exactly is that the have to roll even when it's on the center of the board. And I do want to commend the dice for making sure that it stays very clear. It does work very well and remains clear at all times about what is the trying to do, even from a distance. Uh, because I actually, I do not own a copy of this. I've only ever actually played it multiplayer. The game plays exactly identical multiplayer versus solitaire. But even when you're not right up next to the dice, it's still very easy to see what you need to draw. So I want to make sure that I mentioned that that's a good thing. Um, The boards and the dry erase markers, though. I don't know why we... There is definitely a lot of people who debate whether or not dry erase is a better version for doing roll and writes than a pad. People will claim that you'll run out of a pad. I have not run out of any pads for my games, at least. Um, Mm -hmm. So 
I find it a lot easier to write on a pad with a pencil or a pen than use a dry erase that I constantly scuff. And I'm happy to start an argument with you on this one. I don't know if you have a preference or not, but for me, it is a clear preference to not have a dry erase marker if I'm trying to play a whole game with it. I'm okay with it for a score sheet, but for a roll and write game, I don't like doing it. Yeah, I I really appreciate that they they chose to do that because you don't have to worry about the ever running out, right? It it is a nice thought they put into it. It's a little bit of an upgrade. The boards are nice, I think, because they're, they're card and they're kind of hard and all that, and so it's it's really neat. However, the the uh, the dry fact that it's a dry race game is why I got rid of it. I did not appreciate it because because I tried to draw these little tracks on it and. They're hard to differentiate the tracks between the the roads and the tracks. You know, mm-hmm. the, you look at the pictures of the rule book, it all looks really pretty and nicely done and all that. And you try and draw it, and it's such a thick line. You you cannot come anywhere near as close to, to the rule book as, as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and you're constantly, because it's dry erase, it's super easy to mess it up while you're, while you're drawing the track because you're drawing all over this board. It's seven by seven. You're going to draw in a little square. And the first time you did the bottom right corner, and now you're doing the top left corner. If you're right-handed, there's a chance you're going to smear it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I appreciate that they did this. I don't think it was the best choice. Yeah, I agree. And that that was something I want to mention under components to make sure it's clear, because you'll hear from the rest of the review. I enjoy the rules of the implementation for the rest of the gameplay, but just simply that component is such a turnoff for me that. I would not want to maintain this in my personal collection. And that's something that I think our listeners definitely need to understand as they're moving forward. Yeah, but you know, and I didn't think of this before, but all you really need from the game is the the dice, and and then you could use a sheet of paper and pencil, and you could play it on a piece of paper, because it's just draw a grid that's 7 by 7 and a couple little boxes on the top of the score. So it'd be easy to do this and not use a dry erase and use a pencil if you wanted to. I don't disagree. I mean, there's even nicely formatted boards that you can print off from BGG if you want to use a pad of paper as well. There are, but that's the reason why it shouldn't be in the game itself. There are yeah. certainly other roll and writes that have them in the game themselves. I don't feel the need to necessarily have this one if it has an issue that I just find irredeemable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I agree with you. <laughs> we agree 100% here, I think. Um, anything else about the components? I don't think I have anything else. That's it. That's it. Um, the dry erase markers, are, I, I also found them not that great um, in terms of using them, the, the way they cap and the work. They have a little eraser at the end, which is, again, a nice feature. But I, I just found them, they didn't always stay shut and whatnot, personally. So... So yeah, dry erase markers. Uh, components. Gameplay. Uh, okay, so this is pretty simple. We said it's a really simple game. This is a game that you could teach really fast to just anybody. You can have seven rounds. Your your board that you're drawing on is a 7x7 seven seven grid, and there's two or three exits on each side of the board. There are three um, exits on each side. Three. Yeah, okay. And in the middle, the middle nine square area, so three across and three up and down is demarcated because this is called the center region and it scores a little differently or a little extra. Um, so that's that's what it looks like when you play. There's also some other stuff on the top. There's other images of tracks you can draw and things like that. And then there's also some 
sections for writing down your score at the bottom. Um, each round, you're gonna somebody will roll off four dice. Doesn't matter who, and then everybody gets to draw this whatever is on those four dice somewhere on your map on your board. Everybody's gonna draw all four images. So each turn, you should draw four, unless for some reason you can't place it. The images and the dice are all either roads or railroad tracks or a combination of them. Um, every every track or road go, goes straight up from the center out to one side of the die. Sometimes they bend. Sometimes they go straight through. Sometimes they merge and it changes from a, a road to a railroad track or vice versa. Or sometimes maybe there's a fork, a three-way fork, whatever. There, there's a variety of images. I don't know if all the dice are the same or not. I don't think so. I'm not sure. They might be. I have no idea. Um, yeah. Either way, so everybody will draw all four, and then you go on to the next round. You will draw in an empty space, and there's there's rules about how you can draw it. Uh, it has to connect to some existing track or to one of your edges. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a little bit... Does it have to connect to the exits at the beginning, or could it just connect it to any edge space? I think it has to be to the exits. Any edge space or to an existing route. But the edge spaces could include the ones that are not marked as exits. Can you can you start there, like saying the no, top left? No, there's corner? specifically demarcated exits. Okay. Yeah. okay, so you have to start drawing from one of the entrances, the very first thing you draw. After that, you could either draw from an entrance or expand on your on your network. Um, if you have to draw a road, it has to connect to another road or an exit. It, you cannot go straight from road to railroad track. At at at, an, at the edge of two squares, um, but in the middle of the square, it may be changing from one to the other because that's what the dice symbol has. So everybody's going to draw those. Those that's rules for placements, and you could have all sorts of silly networks. You could have a a network that comes out from the edge and then just goes around in a loop and a loop and a loop again. That's fine. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also some special tracks that you could build. They're along the top of the board. There's six different ones. And they, I think if I'm right, they generally give you different ways to connect stuff that doesn't normally yeah. exist. So if you're kind of stuck because the dice don't give you anything you could place because so far you've all drawn just railroad tracks and suddenly now you have roads and you don't have anything to connect them with. Well, you could use those special ones on the top. Each round, you could use one of them, one of the six, and throughout the whole game, throughout the seven rounds, you can only use three of them. So I think um, an important thing also is to explain how points are scored at the end. So why don't you summarize that? Okay, I think I just explained the full game play. Except anyway, for right? scoring points at the end. Except for the scoring. Um, <laughs> this is something I'm not as fresh with. You're basically going to score for each exit. Um, so you're going to go through and look at each exit you have, and out of that exit, it's going to be coming out one type of uh, network, either a road or a track. You're going to follow it and see how many exits that connects to. And then there's a little chart. You basically you're basically gonna get four points for every exit that you have other than the first. So if you have three exits all connected by the same railroad tracks, you're gonna count two of them and it's four points each. So you're gonna get eight points for the two for the three exits. If you had four exits, you get twelve, then sixteen, then twenty, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um that's and the that, basic scoring. And that gives then you, you also get then you also get some other points as well. You get points for longest mm-hmm. highway. So the longest unbroken road, you get one point for each road that is. You get the same thing for your longest railroad. So 
where you get one point for every space that your longest railroad goes through. And each space in the center that you drew with, um, you get one point for those as well. You then also will and the lose longest, points. Yeah, go on. The longest points works just like Ticket to Ride, right? It's not it's not the fork. So if you have like two going out and then one to the left, but instead of going to the left, then it goes four to the right, you don't count that one that was just a dead end. Mm-hmm. You just count from one end to the other without going over the same space twice with mm-hmm. your longest. And then you'll also lose points for any roads that don't end correctly. That just sort of <laughs> end, end into that lake we talked about. Also lose. Oh, yes. And nowhere. Yep. Anything like that. Um, And there's one more for scoring the center section. Basically, you're going to count how many spaces in that center section have network in it and you're going to score each one point for each so it's a three by three center section you're going to get up to nine points from that mm-hmm. anything that's blank you just didn't score it for the extra points and i believe that's it for scoring uh, high score wins that's the basic game if you're playing solo compare how you did the last time you played and see if you beat you <laughs> you know previous to get better. yeah it's a beat your own high score <laughs> yep. type game yep and, or just don't worry about the score and just you know, just play because you enjoyed drawing the networks. What I would do is I'll, I'll play a couple games in a row and I'll kind of keep track of, of those four or five games, how I did. And so did they stay high or did, did I do a couple that are really good or one that was bad? But I don't worry about comparing it against last week's or last month's games personally. That's just my style. I just keep playing because I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Until I'm no longer having fun and then I put it away. That is true. Um, so I think we can also briefly mention the expansions that come with the blue edition. As Albert mentioned, there are three editions. There's the yellow, excuse me, there's four, four. there's three editions. There's yellow, green, and blue. Um, but I'm not familiar with the red. It could be, but for the blue is the one that I'm familiar with. So the blue one works by giving you a couple extra dice in there. One of the dice is a river die. So you already have roots that, um, do, railroads and um, highways and regular roads with the river die. You also have roads that can be river routes. And so it works essentially the same as other type of routes, except that it can block other routes and they don't need to um, exit out a marked exit. They exit out one of the other exits, but they'll also give you points for making a good route with that. The other extra type of die that is the the second expansion is a lake. Lakes, you can create a big lake or a small lake, but it gives you another point to have an exit to have rail to have railroad tracks or or train tracks end by having them come to the exit of a lake, and then you're going to get a point for whatever your smallest lake is. So it's an extra way of getting a couple extra lakes or a couple extra points from having the smallest lakes. And when you're playing with the expansion, essentially um, you'll roll whichever expansion dice you want to use during the game. And then you continue to pick and use those ones as well. So you're rolling six dice each round. Mm -hmm. Assuming you're playing with one expansion. And then it lasts one less round because you're rolling more dice. Yeah, I like I like the lakes. Um, they also have the um, like the docks that basically connect from one side of the lake to the other, and you can continue your road. 
but yeah, that that's that's basically the whole game right there. Um, the blue edition, the one we're familiar with. I picked it because when I got it, the red and the blue were both out at that time, and the store had a bunch <laughs> both. And I, they didn't, you know, I was like, are they different? We don't know. We think they're the same. So I started looking at them. And I realized they had different expansions. So I picked the water because I just thought the water sounded neat to me. I grew up in Florida, you know, near the ocean. Um, the other one to me, I assumed it was desert stuff and desert theme. And I, well, I play blue because blue is my favorite color. So, well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Plus, that's the copy you have access to. <laughs> well, actually, we had what, co- we had access to multiple copies apparently. But, oh, okay. Because um, they are all on sale at the store. Looking at it, but I just did not know that they are different. <laughs> mm, so you just grab the box thinking there's yeah yeah so. What's neat about this, though, if you are playing multiplayer, it's, you know, you can expand to any number of players as long as you have components. Every time you get a box, that's another six people that could play. You know, in theory, if you, if you have 10 boxes, you could have a 60-player game. One person rolls a dice and shouts out across the room what, what the symbols are, and then everybody draws it. As a solo player, I'm not sure you're selling me on that basis. Well, <laughs> I want to see 60 people playing it at once. I think that'd be kind of neat. It'd be a little cumbersome anyway, and there'd be confusion. Mm-hmm. I did participate in a 100-person cartographer's game. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> was that in person or online or what? Uh, it was online. Okay. So did it did it slow down much because it was 100 no, people or not? it didn't slow down. I bet you not with online. If it was in person, I bet you it would. Because now you, if you're online, everybody could see the same components instantly, right? If, I mean, if I somebody's done, rolling dice. They've done similar things yeah. in like conventions. So. Yeah, well, and then you have to, I guess, pro- you have to project it to the screen or something so you could everybody could see it. The problem is if, yeah. if you don't have it set up so everybody could see it, then it's going to take a while to get around the table, yeah. to, you know, word of mouth sort of thing. But, you know, whatever. Like you said, it's totally irrelevant here because we're talking about solitaire games and not 60-player <laughs> games. It's not the 60-player podcast. <laughs> so there should be one. Hmm. The so I mean so that that's the game. Um, before we talk about the other editions, do you want to give your overview? I mean, I think I let off with it earlier. I enjoy and appreciate the simple nature of it. It's distilling the idea of root building to a very core, essential version of it. There's not a lot of complexity of what you're doing. You're just trying to make as cohesive a style game as you have with the dice that are there. Now then if you were just stuck with just the dice faces that roll, the game would be far too luck dependent. And the only luck mitigation that the game really gives you is one by the fact that you can reorder it. So you do have the ability to um, use the dice in whatever order you want in order to be able to move through and try and sequence them to do whatever it is that you want to be helpful to try and do everything all at once. But the other emergency button you have for bad rolls is those special roots. And there's six that you have access to every game and you can use half of them and you really should be using half of them. They're very useful to be able to tie together things or create endings of roads and railways. And all of that ties into the luck mitigation and helps you be able to effectively use the space that's being presented to you. So I enjoy all of that. I enjoy how it distills what can be 
a very complicated mechanic into its core essence, making it very good for sitting down, very good for its weight class, and enjoying as a quick little roll and write game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one thing about those uh, special routes, you, like Julie said, you really should use them every round. Just be, if nothing else, it's going to extend your track another space, right? Every and game. You can't point. use them every round. I'm sorry. Every round that you can. You should use them every, every time that you can use them. You should use them. Maybe save them for a little later in the round. Maybe not, but never never play a game and not have used all three. All three are available to you. So yeah, so my thoughts on the game, it was a fine game. I, I only played it a handful of times and I got rid of it. Um, I did not find it fun to draw and that, that really killed it for me. I thought the gameplay was fun. It was satisfying, but... The the drawing was a little tedious and hard to do because it's such a little tiny cramped space with a yep. big fat marker. If they would have done that differently, it would have been much more enjoyable, but they didn't. Yep. Um, if you don't mind the, the uh, dry erase markers or you like them, then this is probably great for you if you're looking Indeed. for a nice simple game. Mm-hmm. So now the, the rest of the uh, Railroad Inc. universe that you didn't know about, Julius... <laughs> we are, so I already mentioned the first two that came out were the blue and the red. The red, other than the expansions, is exactly the same. Different art and whatnot, but same exact gameplay. The two expansions are. Well, what do you think they're about? Any guesses? I'm. I can't. Unfortunately, I already have them up. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. So one is a meteor dice, <laughs> which is neat, and I guess they destroy your tracks. And the other are lava dice, which is just like a lake, basically. <laughs> but in red. <laughs> I, I don't actually know how it works. I have not read the rules on them. But they are different. So if you're going to get multiple copies, you will get a blue and a red. And now you have different expansions to use. I don't think you could use two expansions at once. Maybe you could, I guess. The rules don't account for it. You'd have to figure that out on your own. Because it's going to definitely change how the scoring works. And that, that might be tricky solitaire. I'm sure it would work fine in a multiplayer game. Um, so that's what's different. The the next editions that came out were the the next two, the green and the yellow. And those are the four editions that exist so far. Again, they work just like the other ones, but this time they have added things. These added player interaction. Not so relevant here, but you know, that that's what's in there. And so now they bring goal cards where you're going to draw goal cards during the game and whoever completes a goal first is going to get some points for that. So, so now you're competing to do the same, the right type of network, that sort of thing. Um, as, as far as I read, they each also bring two expansions. Again, they're going to be different and they work a little bit different. There's, oh, there's also factories. I've, there's, I only read I a mean, little bit about this. Base, if, once, once you inform me that there's all sorts of different ones, there's a ton. There's the forest expansion, the desert expansion, the trail expansion, canyon yes, but, expansion, so those are, teleport expansion, uh, oh. Pluckman expansion, <laughs> Tetromino expansion, Galactic Invader expansion, Rainbow expansion, Investigation expansion, Tentacle expansion, Ritual expansion, Underground expansion, Future expansion, Sky expansion, uh, Electricity expansion, Engineer expansion, and the separation expansion. <laughs> so if you play with all these at once, you're only going to have one round. That's a thing. I don't think you can do <laughs> that all at once. Or you can do whatever you want. It may not work well. but <laughs> Yeah, So, but see, those are expansions. Those are different. If you have the green, the yellow, the blue, or the red, 
that is a standalone game. That is all you need to play. The other ones are expansions, so that if you have one of these four games, you could now choose different expansions to play with it. Um, I have no intent in, in getting any of the details of those because I know nothing about them. I know they exist. Um, you know, it's a sort of if you get the game and you're enjoying it and you're playing the blue edition or whichever edition you got and you like and you like your expansions and and you want more variety, that you could you could add a lot of expansions over time. You can have a lot of different ways to play it, which is pretty darn neat. Yeah, I have no idea about whether or not these things are available or not either. It's just ridiculous. I uh, They came out in 2020, so hope, hopefully they are. I love when I get a game, being able to get expansions for it. I just think that's fun. I like collecting the expansions. So if I were into this game, I would try and get them all. Maybe, maybe never get around to playing them, but I would just... And because they're small and they're little and they're easy to get, it just I love that. <laughs> that is just my thing. So, yeah. Um, well, Albert, I think we've about dice. expanded through all of our time. Yep. It's time to chug along then, Julius. <laughs> Have a good day, everybody. Enjoy your adventures and your journeys. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. We love feedback, so we love hearing from you. You can reach me at Julius at OnePlayerPodcast.com or JLBird on BGG. And Albert can be reached at Albert at OnePlayerPodcast.com or Fractaloon on BGG. Our website is OnePlayerPodcast.com with the number one, and we're also on Twitter at OnePlayerPodcast. The intro music is copyright Angus, can be found at Gemendo.com. The transition music is copyright by Dan Elduce Pancaldi, whose page is at DanPancaldi.com. The One Player Podcast is protected under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Thanks for listening. I'll miss you, Albert. It's recording. Oh. <laughs> oh, it is. It's weird if we're not looking yeah. at that screen. <laughs> Random stuff like that gets on. That's how it's going to start. Everybody's say, what? Where's Albert going? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs>